Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Doc Who Pod. Um, unfortunately, no Josh this week. He decided to try and phone a friend. And unfortunately, the only two friends he's got in the entire world are me and Brad. So I am joined this week by my <laughs> co-host, Bradley Fuller. Bradley Fuller, how are you? Hello, I'm very good, thanks. I think this is going to be a new start. I think we don't need Josh anymore. <laughs> this is it, me and you. Let's go. Stop That's it, just the two we'll of us. Quick, someone play, someone play that. Just, just the two of us. You know, we can, we can make it if we try. Oh God, hey, there's <laughs> another copyright strike. Josh isn't even here. So, um, yeah, but, the um, only issue yes. we've got is we need someone to do the editing because of, uh, we do, we do. I, mean, well, I don't know about you, do. but I can't edit. <laughs> no, I can't edit the shit either. But you know, as they do say, there is no rest of the wicked. And even though Josh is not with us, well, physically, he's never been with us physically, but um, he is with us in spirit. He is very kind. He's going to edit while he's away on his staycation because, you know, we uh, it's, we deliver professionalism here in uh, on Doc Who Pod. So, um, yes, but... Um, yeah, I'm so... interested to see whether he does uh, does do the editing in time and get this out. It's currently, <laughs> for us, it's currently gone 9pm on a Wednesday evening. He's got a day to edit this. And put it out on Friday morning. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a tough call. It is a tough call. So, unconfused, yeah, unconfusingly, episode forty-two. What Indeed. are your thoughts? Not episode forty-two of the series, but episode not episode forty-two of the series. It's just called forty-two, which we all know is the answer to the universe. Before every, everybody yeah. shouts that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, we know that forty-two is the answer to the universe. Um, do we think that was why they called it forty-two? Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't got a clue to be fair because, I mean, I, I, I should probably really make notes on these episodes, but is there 40... No, there's not even 42 doors, is there? I don't know why no, they call no, it 42. No. Unless well, I'm, I'm massively I'm, missing something yeah. from the episode. I'm go- oh, no, 42 I, minutes. That's why it's 42 minutes. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, until they get crashed into the sun, remember? Yeah. Mm. It's coming back to me now. We've watched this about a week ago. But yeah, see, the, the way I was why. thinking it, I, I thought they were going to go kind of like um, in terms of, you know, kind of there being 42 to the answer because it, it's all, it's just a giant quiz thing, which, by the way, I really don't understand the quiz thing. That, that's not something I understood at all, but. Yeah, yeah, I think the 42 is a subtle nod to that 42 being the answer yeah, to everything. It being the answer to everything. So they yeah. have to make it actually relevant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So yeah. So before we crack on with the episode, should we go through who news? Is there anything that you've seen? Because I've seen squat this week. I've not seen anything. But um, anything you've seen? Yeah, no, it's been very dry at the moment. Obviously, we had the since we've had the Christmas special and mm-hmm. a couple of bits got released, like the Sonic Screwdriver and stuff. And uh, when it was all gonna, well, I think it's the next series is gonna be in May. But other than that, Doctor Who has been pretty dry on the old social media. Yeah. Because uh, um, when I mean, so not really I'm, a lot I'm, in the who news. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I mean, look, I'm I'm trying to avoid as much as the new Doctor Who as possible, just in case there are any spoilers or or anything like that. Um, so yeah. I I am trying to you know avoid as as much as I can. But I mean, when when do the new episodes come out? Because because we had the Christmas special, but when is the yeah? So the new series, time? new series is apparently going to start in May. I think it is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they'll probably start doing some promo. I would have thought in the next couple of months. Because they really heavily done promo for the specials and Christmas specials uh, ever since. Something you'll not have remembered, but back to when like Jodie Whittaker's era, they they were very low on the promo, and I think people got frustrated with that. There was just wasn't enough coming out, and now we're at the opposite yeah. end. Like, if anything, I say there's a bit too much. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty quiet recently. Um, but I'm sure they're going to ramp it up soon. Yeah, I, I was going to say because you, you kind of. 
I, I suppose you've got to pick your points really on the social media. And this is this is why people are paid, you know, kind of a lot of money to be a good social media, you know, PR rep because it's all about picking your right moments. You know, you've got to let it die down to then pick up again. Because if you just kind of keep going yeah. and keep going and keep going, you're eventually going to run out of stuff and you'll, you know, you'll peak too early. But um, yeah, so I suppose there's yeah. a bit more of a, of a watch this space in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If there's anything, we will bring it in another episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that concludes the uh, very short and sharp who news. Sorry. 42. I know that Josh likes to do a kind of a sum it up in one word. So, Brad, sum it up in one word. Draining. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I was struggling you know for what? a word with that, but I'm going to say draining. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I was going to say steamy. Steamy? But everyone was drenched in sweat. Is that a positive that, that... steamy or... Oh just no a, no just no! Just like, it just looked sweaty and like oh, it didn't look nice yeah. at all. Like you, you I, I was believe it or not, I sometimes travel to the gym. But um, there was one time I went to the gym and the aircon wasn't working, and you could see the condensation on the windows and I like, dripping on the ceiling. And that was probably kind of like the, the, the conservatory. Most... <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like the conservatory here. Actually, yeah, and <laughs> that was like the most uncomfortable I've ever felt trying to work out. It was horrible. It was like you were breathing in other people's sweat, and it was like. I just that yeah. that look, watching that episode of Fair Play, they they did make it look hot, very difficult, very cramped, you know, high, highly stressful, should we say? But I think that was probably yeah, the only good thing about the episode. Um, yeah, yeah, it's got to be accurate. They're right next to the sun, aren't they? It's going to have to be hot. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly, exactly. You know, so um, yeah, so of course, forty-two, um, a frequent flyer, as the doctor calls Martha. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's obviously we're probably either bang on halfway through Martha's series now, if not maybe just over. Um, so yeah, she's obviously now more of a permanent companion with the Doctor. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think he's starting to enjoy her company a bit more now. Yeah, no, I I, I fully agree, and, and and it's kind of reinforced at the end of the episode as well, where he actually gives her a key to the TARDIS. Um, yeah, which yeah, definitely. I think is a big step. I mean, I remember when I got, you know. My first key to my parents' house, you know, it's a big step. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I am interested to see. I mean, I know what you and Josh were saying about you know, a lot of people feel like Martha was hard done by and, and everything like that. And I'm going to be interested to see because I do, I, I really like her as a companion. I think she's, you know, she's got some annoyances, but I, I quite like her. She's very headstrong, she's very, you know. It, it, she she's she like she's a bit of a go getter. She wants to you know she wants to find out. She's curious. She's like Rose, like you know. I think that's why she works well yeah. with the doctor. So I get where you're coming so. from, but sometimes I think she's just a little bit too over the top. And like oh yeah, and maybe I'm being too critical of her. And maybe it's just her first half of the series. But I'll be honest, the next half she does pick up. She gets a lot better. I think, in my opinion. Oh really? Um, especially the next two parts. Yeah, she's probably. I said that's probably a. Uh, Apart from the finale, that's her best two episodes as a, as a companion. Um, but yeah, she has been a bit. Well, funny enough, she's been a bit draining for the first <laughs> first half of me. She's just a bit too whiny, a bit too moany, and uh, yeah, I haven't been a fan as on the rewatch as much as I thought I would. Yeah, no, that's that that's fair enough. I mean, as I said, you know, I'm I'm seeing her for the first time. You 
you know, yourself yeah. and Josh have got the liberty of, of re-watching and, you know, kind of picking up little things. But, um, yeah. I, and I mean, talking of, of picking up little things as well, you know, I, I know I made a comment before about the Doctor rushing into places without checking them. Um, he loves just rushing, like opening a door and running through it. I mean, oh, he loves it, especially on these bases, don't they? Oh, the spaceships. <laughs> and yeah. to be honest, he nearly cooked himself. You know, he, if that had been a human, <laughs> I think he would have cooked himself, you know. And I just, I don't know. He, he just, surely for someone that intelligent, you know, and has got that much knowledge about the universe and, and everything around it, surely you, you would think that he would go, you know, I'm just going to fill the, the door with the back of my hand or, you know, kind of have a look and just ask, oh, what's behind this door? But, um, yeah, he did get a bit lucky there because uh, otherwise he would have been, uh, you know, steamed doctor. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably something to compare with David Tennant and Chris Eccleston, actually. David mm. Tennant's a bit more erratic. He just jumps into things, whereas I'd say Eccleston probably thinks a bit more before he does stuff. Um, yeah. But I like that about David Tennant. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it kind of, you know, it's it's the... I think you've, you've hit it spot on, really. You, you know, David Tennant's more erratic. It's more throw the door open and just to hell with the consequences, whereas Chris Eccleston, yeah. to me, he would have been... Let's have a look behind. Let's try and open the door slowly, or you know, have a peek in. But um, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good, um, that's a good thing. So, um, of course, then we 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 get that uh, kind of you know the um the crew member whose name I forgot. I can't remember. No, Matty's the. I don't remember any of their names this time. Um, to be honest, but he gets a pretty nasty infection. That's you know, in terms of an infection, probably turning into Cyclops from the X Men and trying to cook everyone alive. That's <laughs> Probably up there. You know, do you remember that game you used to play um, on your phones and on the computer, Plague Incorporated or Plague Inc.? Do you remember? And oh, everyone yeah, would yeah. start in Madagascar and you try and infect the world. Imagine having that as a symptom. Yes, yeah, shoots laser beams from the eyes, you know. <laughs> yeah, singes people into the wall. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> a strong one. Um, but uh, we, we get, I, I, I think the doctor's mentioned it before, and I, I think it's turning into a bit of a catchphrase, but I like Alonzi. He's just like Alonzi. Oh, Alonzi, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is his, uh, yeah, he's said it quite a few times now, hasn't he? That's uh, becoming his signature catchphrase. And I, that's my favourite, my favourite catchphrase, to be fair. I think uh, you'll see as, I'm trying to think if Christopher Eccleston had a catchphrase, did he? I wouldn't have said um, so. I mean, not that I can think of. I mean, if, if, yeah, if he did, guys, let us know in the comments. We'd, we'd love to know. But um, I, I yeah, can't, I can't remember. David Tennant definitely has one. Matt Smith definitely has one. Uh, Capaldi, I can't remember. Jody just says some random things, which I'm not a fan of. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, I do like his Alonzi. Yeah, I think it's quite a cool. Again, it matches David Tennant's kind of, you know, quirkiness. Bit, bit of a yeah. kind of erratic. You know, it's 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 short, sharp, catchy. You know, that's it. Which um, which yeah, I know, I I really like, but um. Of course, the you know the doctor rushes off. You know, more important things trying to stop the um, ship crashing into the sun. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, bearing in mind that they they established that the infected crew member sabotaged the engines, and I know that they tranquilize him and everything like that. But you wouldn't maybe just time down. Just you know, save 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 yourself two three minutes. Just time down. See, just in case. I, I, yeah. Is it me or am I just being too overcautious? I know what you mean. I think probably because of we're watching this, you, that's what you would think. But in that situation, 
they're in a rush, aren't they? They're not really thinking straight. So I'd forgive them for that. I think. I, I, I just, I, I feel like a lot could have been saved there if they'd have just, you know, two two minutes to just maybe get some cable size or something, you know, just as a precaution. And that's probably why I'm yeah. not a doctor. Just someone comes in with like a, you know, a slight flu bit, and we're like, right, I'm going to time down to the bed just in case. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, look, I tell you what though, using that thing, you'd never have a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no fucker yeah. can get up the bed and start biting people, you know, because they're all chained to the bed. Look at that, see? NHS, you if you're listening, <laughs> there you go. That's that's it. That's that's number one, how to uh, stop the zombie apocalypse. Kind of self-COVID, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt Hancock definitely wouldn't have uh, got up to, to whatever. <laughs> Who was the one that went on his, uh, was it Dominic Cummings that just, you know, everyone was like, he was like, right, everybody's got to stay indoors and he just pisses off to the other end of the uh, Fucking England. Was it Mac? Was it Dominic Cummins? Oh, the one who went to the castle. Yeah, I think that was him. Was it Dominic Cummins? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could put some duct tape oh, over dear. his mouth as well. That'd have been interesting. Um, but uh, <laughs> 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 um, talking of uh, talking of gagging things and everything like that. Um, what the fuck is it with this security system with the doors? I don't think I really questions. Yet. Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, this is your first experience of a Chibnall episode, JP. Mm, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I'd, um, have you ever watched Broadchurch? No, never watched Broadchurch. So Broadchurch is another series that Chibnall did, and credit to him, I think it's a pretty good series. It's quite, it's like a detective kind of thing, and it's a pretty good series. Uh, it's actually got David Tennant in it as well, actually. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is about Chibnall, and you'll see it with Jodie. I just don't think he can write Doctor Who. It's such a weird... Like, who sits there and thinks, right, I'm going to write an episode called 42 because they're going to be 42 minutes away from crashing into the sun. They've got to get from one end of a spaceship to another by answering pop culture questions to open doors. Like, it's just so random and pointless. There could have been so many different ways you could have done that storyline and it'd be a bit more exciting and more like... More like action and adventure but the most annoying thing as well is i mean there's what i think there's about 28 doors or something on this you only hear about three of the questions i wanted to hear them all yeah no i wanted to actually do the quiz and and like i'm sorry the the thing that really really annoyed me and it is just it is plot for the sake of the story is why the fuck would you give yourself one attempt per door like I mean, even mm. even like you know, a computer at work, which is you know up to date with GDPR and security and everything like that as possible, I still get three attempts to get into that. Yeah, three attempts is pretty standard. Yeah, or give but... it at least give them three lives, like three lives for out the doors. Come on, let's not make it. Got to get it right every time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And you know, as you say, it was a bit a, a bit frustrating. I mean, they had what. What do we hear? Three questions? It was the, the number sequence. Who sold the most? Um, yeah, the Beatles or Elvis. Uh, Elvis. And then did we hear a third one? I can't remember if we had a third one. I think that maybe it was just two then. That was only yeah. two. Yeah. Um, yeah which maybe. takes me on to my next gripe on this one. Who? I, I tell you what, I, you could back me up on this. I saw yeah. the phone. I saw the phone a friend thing miles away. Absolutely. Oh, he wants a billionaire away. cop off. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's just painful. I like. Was this just... a... was oh. this the episode where he zapped her phone, or was that a while ago? I can't remember. No, now. no. At the start of the episode, he changes because of the frequent flyers. He gives her. That is a... when he zaps her phone. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, he, at the end of the yeah. episode, he says again, frequent flyers, and then gives her the keys to the TARDIS. But uh, yeah, oh dear, I just I, I've never really face palmed watching anything, but it was just so on the. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't subtle. It really was just. It was like trying to. I don't know. Sculpt, yeah, make a nice sculpture with a chainsaw or something like that. It was just uh, so painful. You could tell, right, that Chris Chibnall was there one night as he's finishing the scripts. He's got, you know, kind of who wants to be a millionaire on it? And he went, hold on a fucking minute. I know what this script needs. It needs an extra five minutes. <laughs> oh, just... tell me about it. I just, I mean, the only thing I will say about adding in the uh, phone a friend fit with Marvel is that you get to see the. Uh, situation of what's going on back on Earth, um, which I'm guessing you've probably started to catch along that is part of a storyline. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. People in the background recording the recording the call. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. I mean, the, the, again, going through my notes, it's yeah, uh, yeah. We, we we'll get there for that one, but again, yeah. it's it's writing. You know, it's 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 plot for the. Well, I can't remember what Josh calls it, but it's just circumstances that just only would happen just to further the plot along which i i never yeah. i i under, look i understand it's got to happen because you've got to move the story along that's you know and you have to put certain things in there so a people can work out what's going on and b people can keep up with it as well but i just yeah i don't know i wasn't i wasn't really a fan of it but you know it was yeah. uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just the, the phone a friend thing really didn't do it for me. But um, <laughs> I've got to say though, right? I will say Martha was very rude on the phone. I know. Look, I, I fully appreciate that. You know, it's a life or death situation. They're limited for time. But uh, I mean, surely Martha's got to appreciate that she's not spoken to her mum for a couple of days. And to me, the impression that I got that was before the doctor, they were a pretty tight knit family. I know that the mum and dad had split up, but you know, the mum, brother, and yeah, has yeah, mum, brother, sister, and Martha were pretty close. Yeah, you know, surely Martha's got to yeah, be like, like days isn't mom. that bad. Like, I don't know. I think that's a it's a bit over the top. I, she was she was I get, get what you mean. She was rude. She was rushed, but she's in that situation. Her mum doesn't know that. Yeah, she's just got to get it over and done with, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, I suppose though, when you do phone your mum, it's always it's always a difficult one. You know, you phone her for a quick five minute chat, and then you, you know, kind of you're several yeah, you're days later. It's, it's, you know, everyone knows their mums. That's why you know it's, it's good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's um. And, and talking of inspiration, you know, draw, you know, kind of Chris Chibnall getting inspiration from other things. You know, who wants to be a millionaire's one? I'm sorry, you must have yeah. been sitting down and watching the original X Men at, at that point as well, because I mean, fucking hell, how much <laughs> of a knockoff is it on Cyclops? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> even the fucking visor is just, I just, yeah, it's not very original, is it? Yeah, I get, I get the idea because of the sun being in the eyes and uh, he can't have his eyes open up the whole time, but at least this way it stops it going out and just killing everyone, I guess. But yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Convenient that they have, I mean, I don't know what those things are actually used for. I presume it's like, that's a welding mask. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, welding mask. Um, but convenient enough, they say they just have two in the exact position that they both need it. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> They're just there yeah. to put on as soon as they've become overwhelmed by the sun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what I didn't get is why did it come out of his eyes? You know, and I mean, what if it just come out of his dick or something like that? Like, 
<laughs> he just like piss in sunlight. Like that's uh, I'd probably say because it's Doctor Who and it's a kid's show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know I'm not saying that they're gonna get it, but like I mean it could have come out of his mouth or his nose or his ears. Yeah, true. Mouth would have been a bit more creepy actually, I think, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, be original, like the mouth, like um Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think like almost like a reverse Kirby, you know. But um yeah, I don't know. The, it was just a knockoff on Cyclops and as well, I, I I got Satan bit vibes very very heavy on this one. I genuinely, yeah, watching the next time trailer for this episode, I genuinely 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 thought that it was a, like kind of a further thing for, you know, for um for Satan bit. Yeah, I think the set definitely gave that vibe. Uh, the whole like steam and all that, like being the hot hot environment and. Uh... I feel like they will. You also see this. Yeah, you do. You see the spacesuit as well, don't you? The Doctor wears mm-hmm. spacesuit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That definitely did all lead to that. I see where you got it from. Yeah, uh, no, but I, no it, completely different. Yeah, no, it definitely. It, it seemed to me that it was heavily inspired by Satan Pit. So, which, uh, to yeah. be honest, I, I, I'd say is probably one of my two. Like, yeah, kind of like what well, the two episodes are probably one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who because I loved Satan Pit. I thought it was brilliant. Oh yeah, they were brilliant episodes to be fair. Yeah. yeah. But this is completely the other end <laughs> for me. Oh yeah, no, it's it's what if the what if the Satan bit was shit. But um Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, I will say about this episode, it featured something that is very rare in Doctor Who and to be honest, a lot of sci fi stuff and everything like that. It featured the first person to actually properly communicate a message over a radio. Right, it's one of my biggest bugbears right. where they don't tell they don't tell you what's going on. They just say, "Oh my god," and then the radio cuts out or something like that. Right, the, you know, the, the, the captain actually put over the radio. This man is infected. He is dangerous. Do not approach him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which is perfect. That's exactly what you want. It's a short, sharp, concise message over the radio. Explains everything you need to know. But it just really irks me, and I think they did it again, like uh, towards the end of the episode where. You know, surely you like, oh no, in fact, they did because it's in the med bay. And instead of saying, oh my god, he's just got up from the bed and he's got glowy eyes, she's just like, quick, yeah. run, come here. Like, sh- sh- surely just say, there's a man that's got up, like, yeah, I don't know. It just really irks me. Um, <laughs> it, it's a small thing, I know, but um, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it just it, it does bug me, but um. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I just I never understood really. I mean, it did make me laugh because there, there's a bit where there's a, one of the crew members. She's in the locker, and she's pulling out all the tools, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." And then she just goes, "Oh, just kill me!" And then shuts the door, and it's, "Oh my god, it's sudden, sudden cycle." Oh yeah, remember you said you said before it even happens, you know, you're gonna be behind the door. Yeah, it's just it's so just... that's the thing as well with so Chibnall's Ryan as well. Everything's so obvious the way that he does it. There's never <laughs> anything unexpected. <laughs> It's just like, yeah. you know, as soon as you see someone that's half in frame and then the other half is a door that they could close, you know that someone's going to be behind there or something is going to be behind there. It's just, yeah. Movie trope 101. Exactly. It really is. But, um, yeah, no, that did make me laugh. Um, but I just, I, I there, there was a, I just, again, there's, there's certain things, you know, nobody tried to fight it. You know, surely you'd have a go. You've got big, heavy, you know, metal wrenches, pipes, anything like that. Surely you'd have a go. Like instead of waiting for it to do the slow reveal of the the, the visor, or you know, pick a man mm. up and steam him. Like surely you'd have a go at swinging it. I, I just I don't know why. Because you know, let's be real. This crew, you can tell they're kind of like a bit of a 
you know, they're a hot bunch. I wouldn't say that they're a bunch of, you know, pansies or anything like that. I, I, no, yeah, I agree with you. I just, yeah, and again, it's just, I feel like it was just a bit of lazy writing or something, but I, I, yeah. I just, again, it then spills over into the fact where Martha and the other guy get into the escape pod. Yeah. Because they have this just ridiculous bit where they're, I, I, I I don't know what you would call oh, it. the cancelling of the thing. Oh, like some kind of hacking war or something like that, where instead <laughs> of just having one button to press, just, you know, because surely that would be a, a good safety protocol is eject the pod, press the big button. Yeah. Hacking like it's the fucking 90s, like just mashing a load of buttons in it. And I'm like, oh. Like, yeah, at least maybe you have a four-digit code to, so you don't just accidentally bump a button and get it ejected. But, yeah, to have like, typing in like a thousand numbers. Just oh, so it. It's just like you know oh. they, they, Chris Chipper just went to the two the the two actors and just went right, mash as many buttons as you can in the space <laughs> of a minute. We're gonna speed up the freight. You know, and just oh it's just yeah. It it just looked yeah. clumsy. And uh, it just yeah, it just felt clumsy. It was really, really clumsy writing. Um but it then I will say it then goes on to a thing I really, really like because everybody knows that you know, in space, nobody can hear you scream. We all know yeah. that sound doesn't travel in space. And there is that beautiful moment, and I will say it's a beautiful moment, where the pod ejects, and you've got the doctor on the side of the glass, and then you've got Martha and the other crew member in the pod that ejected. Yeah. And I just, the silence is deafening. It's beautiful. I, I love stuff like that. It's more of that. I really, really like it. Um, it's even better as well, because you know what they're saying. She's shouting doctor, and he's shouting, I'll save you. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And you get to see it yeah. from each of their perspective, and it's just like, and let's be real, I, you know, I, I'm fucking useless at lip reading. Like, I, I've got nothing there. I was so <laughs> glad when it cuts to the actual character saying the thing because I was like, well, yeah. That's but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like that. I thought that was that was really good, and you know, it just uh, again, it just seems like what I don't understand is just the time frame of everything because the pod gets ejected. They then take one of the infected up to, I, I don't know what they called it, the MRI scan. Like the thing that looked like the MRI scanner, which I'm pretty sure yeah, snapped basically. the guy's neck. Um, yeah. But, you know, that was it. And, yeah, I just... Then the doctor goes and gets the pod, but I'm like, surely the pod would be out of range by the time the doctor pulls the magnetic lever. Yeah, I got me. I was... Because, I I mean, I, before I'd, we watched this last week, I hadn't watched this episode in God knows how long because it's not an episode that I rush to go and rewatch. And when that happened, I completely forgot that they even get in a pod and get ejected. And I sat there and I thought, oh my God, like, I forgot about this. How do they actually get back? And it was such a cop-off that you could just drag the pod back by doing that. I, that really annoyed me, to be fair. I Generally, I couldn't think of how they do it and I thought it's going to have to be something stupid. And yeah, it really was. Yeah, no, I, I, 100%. I remember you saying when we was uh, when we you know, sat down and watched it. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It just it seems like a bit of a cop-out. But um, yeah, that was mm. it. And then, of course, we do get, which, uh, you know, is it's a nice thing, where Martha has a chat with her, you know, with her mum. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's a very nice thing. And it's, you know, it's, it's probably what you do. You know, it, I'd, I'd say it's probably what you do if you kind of, you know, if you've got the ability to and you're on your last, you know, you know, you, you're kind of facing certain death. You know, why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what you do, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, I, I 100% yeah. agree. 100% agree. But um, yeah, and then we see the shady woman in the background again. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's obvious that it's Mr. Saxon. What the woman is? No, no, she's working for Mr. Saxon. <laughs> yeah, why do you think she's there, though? Well, obviously, the do- no, he's obviously got some interest with the doctor. Or she, could be a she, right. maybe it's a, a pseudonym or something. But, um, yeah. you know, he, he's obviously got some issue with the doctor, right? Yeah. Now, I'm assuming that he's, you know, trying to correlate a load of data and then he's going to try and take over the doctor's powers or trap the doctor or I mean mate it could have been the Daleks for all I know it could be the Daleks again under a complete <laughs> pseudonym like, like like with Daleks in Manhattan where yeah. they're kind of you know I mean I don't think it's the Daleks but it could be something like that if that makes sense you know um, yeah yeah you're on the I see what lines you're on yeah you, you get where I'm coming from there there is a bigger badder per, you know there's there's a bad person there that is, you know, that, yeah. that's it. Um, and of course, yeah. they're trying to correlate the doctor and and everything. That's you know, that's what I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, that's you know, look, I, I I get again that they're coming back to show that there's a shady woman in the background in a black suit, go yeah, you know, recording the conversation on a pair of Apple headphones, by the way, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. Yeah. Oh, they look like the. Do you remember the white ones that everyone had? Like you used to get them with the iPod Shuffle, the iPod Touch, all that stuff. The wired ones, yeah. Yeah, the wired ones. That's the one. They were just like, look, bring your own headphones. <laughs> we don't have to budget for headphones. <laughs> Please bring your own headphones. <laughs> um, yeah, no, which which made me chuckle, but um, yeah, but yeah. So uh, that's um, yeah. I think I think that was that was quite funny. That made me chuckle. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, again, it's a sweet conversation, but I've got to say, I mean, I'm, I really, I don't know. Martha's mum's kind of annoying me a bit, really. I mean, I get that she's pissed. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I get that she's pissed, but I just, yeah, I don't know. She's, she seems a bit, I don't know, a bit cunty, really. Yeah, but she's also probably not acting herself because of the person in the background as well. I'd say. Yeah, that's true. That's true, I suppose. You don't want to say the wrong thing and, and annoy everyone or blow some kind of cover or something. But um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. I just felt like she was a bit of a cunt, really. Didn't didn't like her. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so that's that's that. But then we get just I, I, I don't I the next part of this I, I get that they have to have the doctor infected by the source, should we call it, to kind yeah. of prove that the doctor, like to kind of reinforce the fact that the doctor then understands that the sun is actually, or this ball of gas is, you know, is a living thing and everything. But I, I, I don't know. Just the fact that the doctor's there and he's closing his eyes and he's being dragged through, like, you know, I'm just like, oh, it's a bit shit. It almost felt a bit rushed. Yeah, I like the concept of it. But I think you just it happens, and then you don't know how where it goes with it. You just don't know what's happening. Like everyone knows, the doctor's not gonna die at this point. So, you know, where do you take it? What do you do with it? It would have been good for him to actually. I don't know if it would have would have been good for him to actually kill one of the crew members, maybe without knowing. 
but then he was controlling it. He wasn't like the others where they were just completely under the influence. He controlled it and knew what was going on sort of thing. But I guess it yeah. hadn't fully taken over him, so... No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, again, it was one of those things, as I say, you know, they, they had to kind of put it in there so the Doctor could work out what it actually was. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it just felt, it felt very, very rushed. And it then goes on to the kind of the conclusion as well, because... Uh, yeah, as we just discussed, the the doctor, of course, pulled the the lever, pulled Martha and the other crew member back in, and then they kind of run along. But then the doctor's like, the, the doctor blames the captain, saying that yeah. you should have scanned for life and you were. Dr-. And look, I I get what the doctor's saying. You know, it's it's almost like a kind of a comment on, um, you know, kind of uh, I'm forgetting the word, um, like conservation you know right. kind of ethical you know we've got like ethical fishing you've now got ethical you know kind of farming you know all that stuff that he's you know right. it's sustainable yeah. that's the word i'm looking for sustainable yeah you know you've got sustain everything's sustainable or well the majority of stuff is sustainable and mm. i get that it's a commentary on that that you know kind of no matter what you do like with mining or anything like that you know it's it's kind of it's going to hurt something somewhere but yeah, at yeah. the same time, right? Let, let's be real. She, you know, this woman is the captain of a fuel mining ship, and she has been mm-hmm. told to go and mine this giant ball of gas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Why yeah, would she, she scan for life? life? Yeah, why would she scan for life? There's no, no nothing There's is no telling point. her to scan for life. life. Yeah, you wouldn't expect yeah. there to be life. It's, it, it, you know, for us, it's a sun. It's another sun. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like they unnecessarily put the blame on the captain. Yeah, but then I guess the captain should take the blame. It's like a manager taking the blame for when a team loses in football. They take the blame. Yeah, but They're in charge. I just I feel like the doctor was a bit harsh on that one. Like, don't get me wrong. If they'd have mined like a populated planet and they'd killed loads of alien species and you know put them all into extinction and everything like that, a hundred percent blame the captain. But I, yeah. I just feel like they kind of the doctor unfairly pinned the blame on the captain for something that I don't think she really would have expected. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. You know, because let's, let's be real, she's the captain of a mining ship. She's not a, you know... A, yeah, she's no expert. Yeah, she's no, like, whatever you would call an alien zoologist or something like that. You know, she's no expert in that field. So, <laughs> yeah. why, you know, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the blame was unnecessarily put on the captain. And then I didn't like the fact that she kind of sacrificed herself and she was just like, you know... I, it, it felt like an unnecessary death. I was like, "Why have you done that?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then uh, that that was kind of like the love story, wasn't it? That was her husband or partner, whatever. Um, she felt yeah, like she lost him. She didn't want to be on her own. So yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. No, I guess. I guess it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one. It, it was a weird one. Um, what we do get though was was very was very very interesting because the doctor actually says he's scared. Oh yeah, while he's infected, and that's a really interesting thing because I don't think even even um, Christopher Eccleston, I don't think we've heard the doctor say that he's been scared before. Yeah, I guess not. To be fair, um, I guess he's just it's because he's not in control. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, fair point. I can't fair think point. of another time that that's happened. Uh, yeah, and I suppose yeah, good point. Well, to be fair, you know it's uh, it's quite it's a hell of an infection he's got. Should we say? 
Oh yeah, 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 pretty rough. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, so we come on. So the doctor is um, is cured because you know they dump all the fuel and the the, the sun is happy. You know, the sun has got his hat on. Hit the array. Yada yada yada. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, again, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like the captain was unnecessarily blamed for that one. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, but someone's got to be blamed. <laughs> someone's got to take the blame, and it ain't gonna be fucking Martha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was, it, yeah, it just, it just hurts me. It did hurt me. But, um, so. We're all there. Martha gets a little bit of a kiss in front of the uh, in front of the the one of the two remaining crew members. Which, by the way, how awkward was that? <laughs> like you've just survived near death. Oh and yeah. You just like, oh me, 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 me colleague has just uh, got a nice smooch from the, the girl that miraculously just appeared on the ship. You know, it's a bit of a, a weird one. But I wonder if the doctor got jealous though. That was the only thing that I thought. Not. I don't know. I, I can't get the vibe. Like, you know, he obviously had a relationship going on with Rose. I don't think he has that with Martha at the moment. So I'm not sure. I think he's happy yeah. for her. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, again, it was like Rose, you know, kind of when when the Doctor was with Rose, there there was a few times where the Doctor was almost wingmanning for her. Yeah. Which um, which yeah. was interesting. But yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But of course, it then... Um, we then get the final bit where the doctor actually provides her with a key to the TARDIS, which the biggest question I have, which See, I know that I raised when we watched it, was um, where on earth did the doctor get a spare key from? Oh, he has, he has loads around, doesn't he? He's got loads of time ready to give to companions, I reckon. Well, I mean, that seems like a security risk to me, but fair enough. But I don't know. I just The, the, yeah. the, the thing that made me laugh was just Rose obviously didn't give her key back because she's still got the key. Um, but <laughs> he just stopped off at the Timpsons and was just like, on the sly and was just like, "Look, can you cut us a key, mate?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who did he those, go to? Yeah, and, and sorry, Timpsons. I was gonna say for for those <laughs> listeners outside of the UK, a Timpsons is like a I don't know. A Timpsons is a magical shop, isn't it? They do everything in there. They cut keys, they cut belts, they do shoes. They do yeah. loads of stuff, engraving. Like it's just a magical shop that appears just everywhere. But um, yeah, that's what Simpsons is. Wonderful. Um, but finally, <laughs> yes, so of course we get Mister Saxon, which I am doubling down on now, saying that it, the, that is the Easter egg because he's appeared in the last three episodes. There, you reckon? Yeah, I, I, mate, I'm, I'm saying that he's kind of like some kind of big bad guy that's stalking the Doctor, wants to kidnap the Doctor, wants to take his powers. <laughs> Should be saying like the powers. Doctor. He doesn't have any powers. Yeah, but you know what? He's got two hearts, man. Like you know, you know <laughs> what I mean. He's like, gonna take one of his hearts out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the source of his. You know, he's kind of the the dude can shake radiation around his body and throw it out of his shoe. That's a special talent. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, 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 whether it's the Daleks or whether it's the Cybermen or someone that we've not met or something, I, I feel like it's. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember what it was called now. Um, do, do you remember the episode with uh, Christopher Eccleston, where it was like a um, they they it was Simon Pegg was there, but Simon Pegg had so they, it was like Simon Pegg was the bad guy, but actually the bad guy had a boss. Oh yeah, Jack, yeah, or Jack the Jacks or something. Jack the yeah, that's it. 
I feel yeah. like it's going to be that, where it's going to be like there is a bad guy that, yeah, Mr. Saxon is the bad guy, but I feel he's being puppeted by something else, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's we'll my see. we'll see. Yeah, that's my bet on the Easter egg. But um... I'm not going to give anything away. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's it. Um, but as I said, the only the only thing is though is I know that uh, yeah, speaking to you and Josh on these on these podcasts that I know that they're supposed to appear in every episode, and there has been two or three episodes where I've just got nothing. So yeah, it's weird. It's uh, I think the aim is for every episode, but it's not always that way. The 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 uh, Easter egg from the last series didn't happen in every episode, but most of them. Uh, um, so yeah, sometimes they do get missed out. Okay, fair enough. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there, like, <laughs> rewinding, watching everything in slow motion. Like, where the bloody hell does it say Saxon? Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's it. But, uh, yeah, so I suppose we move on to the section that we always moan about, is love it or hate it? Brad, you go first, man. Love it or hate it? Hate it for me. I just think it's a pointless filler episode, to be honest. I get We, we get that with, you know, going through the series. You'll see that are always filler episodes. But filler episodes doesn't mean they have to be bad episodes. And yeah. for me, this one's just a bit boring and doesn't really offer a lot. Um, so I'm going to say hate it for me. What about you? Yeah, 100% hate it. I just, yeah. you know what? It was like, what if you ordered the Satan pit, but for Wish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I it just, it, it just felt like a cheap knockoff, really. Um, I, I just felt it was boring. It didn't make sense in places. And yeah, it just—I don't know—it didn't do anything for me. Didn't do anything, which is a shame because, as I said, I you know I, I got heavy, you know, Satan Pit vibes from when I was you know kind of uh, looking at the next time trailer, and it didn't do anything. It was just yeah. a cheap knockoff. Um, but um, yeah, so it's a hate it from from both of us this week. But um, moving on to next yeah. week, of course, I know that we did watch the next time trailer and the only thing that I I, yes. I never take notes on the next time trailer it, I, it's something I've got to start doing but from what I remember, um, remember? The, the Doctor, I think he's with a maid or something that looks like a Victorian maid or something and Scarecrows yeah, yeah that's all I remember <laughs> so, I'm going into this one on fresh eyes. <laughs> I, 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 I've got no idea what to expect. But um, yeah, I, I don't think the next time trailer gives too much away. Um, but it's two very good episodes. It's a two-parter. Oh, yeah. and they okay. are two very good episodes. To be honest. Nice, nice. Well, on yeah. that note, unless there is anything else to say, Bradley, I um, yeah, I think that's the conclusion of another another episode of the uh, Doc Who Pod. Yeah. So, Thanks for listening, um, everyone. That was a, a good one without Josh. Enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you do speak to Josh on social media, tell him it was the best episode you've ever heard. You know, um, probably, you know, we, we, let, let's start a, a petition. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, Josh will be back <laughs> with us next week, as I said. We've, we've, uh, we, you know, we've allowed him to have a holiday. Um, we don't know why we did that, really. But, um, yes, we will be back next week, the three of us, um, to talk about the two-parter, which I can't remember what it's called because I've not got the BBC iPlayer in front of me. But as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. You know, we really appreciate the uh, the love all across social media boards as well. You know, uh, Twitter or X, as it's called, Instagram, TikTok. You know, we love interacting with you guys. And um, yeah, yeah, we really appreciate all the love. So unless there's anything further to say, I think that's it. So thank you so much for joining us. And we will catch you next week. Yep. Adios, amigos. Hey.